Uh, you already know Kawhi the MVP. Stop playing. Uh, hey, stop moving. Keep your head straight, man. God Kawhi. Damn. Yeah, it's Kawhi. What's up, man? What you mean, Kawhi? Who else man? is the MVP? Be honest. Westbrook. Ain't nobody doing shit like bro. he did, bro. He'd even pass the fucking first round. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? Regardless, ain't nobody touching big O's. Man, and shut like that this. shit up, man. What you talking about? Yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's good, man? Um, yo, take a seat over there. All right, man. Cool. Now, back to you. Man, man, stop moving your head, man. What you mean? I'm going to keep moving my damn head, bro. You talking about Kawhi, the MVP over Westbrook, triple-double king? You, man, I mean, be here. real. Did he even make it to the conference finals? But for real, are we talking about triple-double kings? Though? Who's going to touch that big old lady? Listen, Who? when they were playing Golden State before he was out, Kawhi was up 23 points. I mean, so, come on, be real. like so, Yo, man, this this old man don't know what he talk about, man. What? When it comes to Westbrook, man, you know Westbrook deserved that MVP, man. He beat that triple-double, man. It's pretty Stop obvious, man. Playing. You the type of dude to say LeBron James better than Michael Jordan. What? what? Man, man, LeBron you, is the king, man, you know how man. many rings this man got? Three Yo, rings, chill. man. Come on. Calm come down, on, calm man. Down, you calm tripping. Down. Calm down. Let you me tripping, go get, man. Let me get my VHS tape right quick. Hey, man, stop moving your man, damn head. Man, forget a tape, man. You got a fucking 2017 phone. Use oh, you it. You right. You right. You right. How you, uh, show me how to use this right quick, man. What you mean? Yo, is that an iPhone? Yes. Yo, old man, I know you don't know me, but I need you to go to iTunes and subscribe. Okay. I ain't worried about this Westbrook MVP shit right now. I need you to get on that, man. Stop wasting my time, old man. Stop hey, wasting hey, my hey, time. Hey, nah, you, nah, you, nah. Wait, listen, listen. Before you even start snapping, already subscribe to your dumb little podcast. Oh. Well, in that case, then we good then. Yeah, you have nothing to say now, right? I ain't got nothing to say, man. Hey, you satisfied me, hey, man. Hey, calm your ass down and stop moving your head. Man, fuck you. Yo, what you said? Ah, oh, shit, damn. Got oh, yeah, chill. Stupid. <laughs> All right, man. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Podcast Ruler is back. This your boy Zen Folk with the technique to make my own anime. Say my name. Who is with me? Yo, it's your boy Samurai, and my soul is my greatest weapon. Follow me on IG at Samurai Sensei. I said Samurai Sensei. Chop, chop. Chief in the building, like we never left. As always, I'm good day. I represent. I can turn a bad morning into a good day. I got a vent. It's your boy Riz P. Check me out on Riz Vision TV One on YouTube, on Instagram Riz P Cat, feel me? Snapchat Richie P three hundred five, you know you. Anyways, guys, you know with that beautiful introduction, I just want I just want to give us a round of applause. Why don't you guys, hey, why don't y'all clap it up right quick? Why don't y'all, why don't y'all clap this shit up? Anyway, man, hey yo yo Chief, bring, bring that segment in. What is it? What I want to start this day off with, man. Quarter of the day. The quarter of the day is whatever you don't use, you will lose. That's your brain, that's your muscle, and muscles in general. Whatever muscle you don't use, you will abuse. I mean, what do you feel about that? Like, how do you guys feel about that? Is that was that deep enough, or like, can y'all go deeper than that quote? If you don't go to the gym, how do you expect to get that body that you want? Ooh, preach! 
You at church today, didn't you, huh? You at church today, huh? Yeah, they go to church today. He the holiest man in the room right now. I'm telling you, man. But it was a really interesting week. Don't you agree? Hell yeah, I agree, man. It's a lot of crazy shit happened, man. You know what I'm saying? And there's so much topics we can touch on, so we got to uh, start off with our hot flash topics. All right, let's talk about black youngster and young Dolph. All right, in February 2017, the SUV carried young Dolph was shot at over 100 times. Hold up, it was shot at? Shot at. 100 times? Damn. 100 times at a CIAA basketball event in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thankfully, the van was bulletproof. But what do you guys think about this situation? It seems pretty hot. Man, I think that situation is pretty fucked up. Because honestly, I'm a fan of both of them. But this actually looks like some real street beef that just happened to be carried on through rap music. Because they're both really talented and they're both put on for the silly for the city. But at the end of the day, that beef is real. I mean, they they already proved that. Mm. Don't you agree, Rich? You 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 horse. This is what you know, black youngsters. Many many phrases. That nigga's hilarious, man. You, I can't lie. Fuck everybody. <laughs> the nigga's entertaining. You feel me? But I can't believe that this beef is getting this serious mm. to the point where niggas is shooting a hundred shots at. Cars and shit. Oh, man, let me touch on it, man. What's up with y'all? Man? Yeah, I was waiting for you to touch on it. I know y'all put, had like y'all hosting duties. You gotta put duties. your two cents, man. Go hey, man, I know y'all have y'all hosting duties, but you oh, know what I'm saying? Right. You feel me? All right, man. About this young doll situation. To further elaborate, you know, um, how would I feel if somebody shot a hundred uh, bullets inside an SUV that happened to be bulletproof? Uh, I have a question. Uh, do you know if he was in the car himself? No one really knows that he was in the car himself, but it's been said and reported by many people, even various quote unquote media outlets, even some of his representatives. So that's only what we can go off of right now. Okay, so you're saying that uh, possibly he was or was not. But anyway, I don't know if he was or was not inside the car, but him, I I think uh, who was telling me that he kind of predicted this. Even before it happened, some songs or something like that. Yeah, it just seems weird that you know, you know, the gelato the song comes out. You know, apparently he already knew that that somebody allegedly had a hit on him, and he was like, "I hope you heard you got a hit on me. I hope you got a good aim." Mm-hmm. So, seems to play out in reality. Is it a song or something? Yes, the song gelato. Okay, so in the song gelato, he kind of predicted that this thing would happen to him already. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he already knew. Yeah, but Young Dolph has nothing but positive spirits. I don't even see how come this shit got this serious because originally it was from Yo Gotti to Young Dolph. I, I really don't know how this beef um completely started. How is in the city since you're from there? What you? Well, since my people are being there and me being around that city, around my people, I realized that you know you hear things you know you got your favorite favorite artists in the city you know Gotti, Black Youngster, Dolph you know living in you know being in Orange Mound being in South Memphis with my brother and you know you you, you see things mm-hmm. and you hear things and you know throughout the music you know uh-huh. at first you know Black Youngster you know actually responded to Dolph on a trouble disc you know what I'm saying what's trouble disc what is that it's, it's, you ever heard the artist named Trouble yeah I think I heard of him before 
yeah 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 so pretty much yeah he was on a remix of a song pretty much um black youngster felt like you know he took a shot of him so you know it came back you know and i, I believe god is like at a point in his career where he's like looking down to where he's like he's not really worried about it right but i think it's something more personal that we don't even know about black youngster yeah i think it's some street shit yeah. but let me pick that next topic though see what we get Oh fuck, man! I just do y'all know how much it costs to bulletproof a car though? A lot. Three hundred thousand young Dolph paid. Like, Damn. That's a lot of goddamn money. That's a great investment. It saved his life, so I, it is. Fantastic investment. <laughs> but the topic that I picked, and I love it, I picked the the dude suing the girl for the girl moving <laughs> for, for him leaving the, uh him on the date you know what i'm saying like wow. trying him for a sucker like like i'm i ain't that type of man you can just play with you know what i'm saying he had to let her know man he had to take that bitch to court i feel, him, I feel that man yeah, I feel him. this is something uh uh you know a female would do but i guess he just he, he felt some type of way you know he, he played his card i guess in a way <laughs> he, he definitely played his card he's like this this chick think i don't got a lawyer or something I'm about to hit him up, man. Yeah, I could be petty too. <laughs> How are you gonna be petty? What are you talking about? What do you do? What you mean? What I do? You ain't gonna do nothing, man. You, man, know what I'm nigga, you ain't gonna sue I'm her, man. Right? He a G. I'm petty, How? Dog. How? Bitch, I'd ask him, man. Bitch, what my twenty dollars at? Stop man? lying. You ain't gonna do that, dog. <laughs> man, be like, where is my twenty dollars? <laughs> then I'd be like, no Tiagos. Is this a civil suit though? Is it for? Is it for money or what? What is it for? It's for telling the bitch, don't try me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet she ain't gonna walk out on nobody else. I bet not. She be like, well, this man might sue my ass. <laughs> I mean, do you, how do you guys generally feel about it? Like, I, I respect it, man. I'm sorry, dog. I know people are against it and they're upset. It's not manly or whatever. But he, he felt some type of way. He had the money and the resources, so he sued her. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. I don't know. I respect it, but I feel like he could have played this card somewhere else, too, as well. I don't know. Like what exactly? I don't know. Probably could have used that later on down the road. Like, you know, so he could probably have met another bitch. Maybe she would have did something stupid. Could have sued her. Maybe she would have been rich or some shit. So I'm going to go down the line. I'm going to go down the line right now. Chief, are you with it or not with it? I'm with it, man. Ding, 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 ding. Richard, are you ready? Are you not with it? I'm, I'm definitely with it because I'm, you know, I'm Captain Petty. So I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> Folk, you with it? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. All right, man. I'm about to pick one of my wonderful cards. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Me, me, just shuffle. Okay, shuffle he's actually trying quick. to do this live. He had his card ahead of time and everything. But hey, live is better, nigga. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, what you got? What you got? Heart in the NBA. Ooh. Mm. All right, I got to speak on it. I'm next. Hey. Ooh. Anyways, heart in the NBA. I felt recently that some of these grown men shouldn't be playing. They're getting paid millions of dollars, right? And then they leaving their team. Uh, I mean, DeMar DeRozan, man, I just literally watched a documentary about you. Like, literally just watched a documentary about you. And I was like, you know what? I F with him, man. He decent as hell. Like, I always like him as a shooting guard. I always feel like, like, man, he don't need to shoot threes. He's scoring 40 with two points. People don't do that. You know how much shot attempts and you don't say how much work you have to do to score that? So I was like, you know what? He, he killing it. He on his Kobe shit, right? So, you know, Lowry, he usually injured around this time in this season. Last year, he wasn't injured. I wish, I don't wish he was injured, but I wish the Heat went to the conference finals last year. Just to add that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. So, in this manner, I can't believe this. You know how. 
The Cavaliers damn near they, they swept the Raptors, right? They swept the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And the last thing you expect a grown man in the playoffs playing uh, in the semifinals is to say if LeBron was on his team, they would have won. I mean, that's what practically he said. Not those exact words, but he practically said that. I mean, how do you... No, that, that was his exact words. His exact words were that if LeBron James were on the Raptors, they would have beat the Cavaliers. That's yeah. fucking sad. And then the next thing I want to bring up also is Isaiah Thomas. And, you know, I have a respect for Isaiah Thomas. Because I don't know his real height, and he's actually end up being shorter than what I think every single time. So, with Isaiah Thomas, I'm like, he got a lot of heart. You know what I'm saying? He got his injury. He actually still want to play right now, even with his injury. He's like, yo, he's going crazy on the doctors and shit. Like, not really crazy, but he's demanding that he plays and shit. <laughs> so, anyway, he's like, if I was taller, I'll be the best player in the NBA. Which I don't completely disagree with, because if he was taller, he'd probably be extremely nice. But if Dwayne Wade was three inches taller, he would be LeBron right now. But, I mean, that's a whole nother debate. How do you feel about grown men getting whooped by LeBron? What is LeBron doing to have these grown men talk Person like this? Souls. Taking their pride, man. That is exactly what he's doing. He is crushing their demeanor and mm. throwing it away. Mm-hmm. And he's making it. Look, and that's the thing that, that kills me. I hate to be this guy, but you obviously see that the heart in the NBA is in very few players. Mm-hmm. And you I know, think that's whack, man, because uh, tougher competitions will make you work harder, not discourage you. You feel me? If you're exactly. If you're a true competitor, that should be your state of mind. And considering how much money these men are making, you know, you would really think that they would try to strive for that. And not even about the money, just knowing that they played basketball for so long, you know that they have a certain level a passion for it, so you would think that we'll have a different attitude. Okay, so is this whack shit or Mac shit? Whack shit. <laughs> whack. whack. I agree. It's also whack shit. Uh, it, has the jury spoken? Is it unanimous? Unanimous. Whack shit. All right, bad. Oh, the next subject. Okay. I shuffle my cards. All right. There you go. Ah, oh, look, we're gonna talk about six hundred bree- breezy and a uh, billionaire black and King Yellow confrontation at the mall. All right, so yeah, Samurai, how you feel about that, man? Man, um, I actually feel like billionaire black was probably gonna be on some like you know on some grown man shit. Maybe like you know maybe say hey you know what we can set an example. Maybe you know we don't have to be doing all this killing shit because we getting money now. You know we getting money. We living good. We ain't in the hood. We ain't gotta we ain't gotta do all this shit no more. But, you know, things happen, you know, and I was hoping that no one would go to, you know, Twitter and, you know, say what they Social had to say. Social media again. Uh, yeah, and, you know, and it just could have took the high road. That could have been, like, the sending example for, like, you know, exactly. the people coming up. Exactly. Looking I'm at sorry, you you, man. I'm both sorry. Both are talented. I'm sorry with all the kumbaya shit. But if Lil Jojo was alive... Yeah, this shit would, this shit would have been a total different subject. <laughs> All these things would be locked up right now. All right, who's this Lil Jojo? Jojo do you speak up, man? How, who is Lil Jojo? People don't know who the heck he is, fool. I mean, he practically damn near with him and Chief Keith, they really started this Chirac movement. You feel me? He died. He's he's he died for this shit, but he he started this movement, and he was beefing with niggas like Six Hundred Breezy. So, or that whole 600 squad as well. Yes. Yeah. So if he was alive, it would have been a totally different scenario. Shit would have went down. I know that. I truly believe that in my heart. You know what, Chief? How the heck you feel about this? Because I know you have some knowledge about this. 
Man, I feel like social media is really fucking these niggas up. Because <laughs> they be feeling some type of way, and then they get to the crib or something, and then they just start tweeting shit out, and then that ignites beef again. It's like they, when they, they face to face, they're not ready to really pull out their guns and start shooting at each other. Like, it's not to that point. But then when they get to the crib, they just start talking crazy again. Mm-hmm. And cra- it's crazy because uh, 600 Breezy was like... um. They had nothing to say, man. They was acting like my fans. I'm like, dog, y'all literally dapped each other up and everything. So I'm like, why the hell? The only reason why this is even interesting to an individual like me is because I actually followed this whole Chicago stuff when um, Chief Keef was a little more popular back in the day, like a couple years back. And they actually have an extremely interesting story that they should make into a movie and make millions and millions of dollars. And that should be called Chirac. Not yes. That, not that sorry excuse of the movie I Chirac didn't see that I seen. It. Thank God. I saw like half of it two times and I was just like, nah, I can't watch this. I can't, I absolutely cannot watch this. It was, it was, it was hurting me. So is that whack shit or Mac shit? Whack I, shit. Man. I, I think I think that was some whack shit. Whack. Okay, man. All right. Next up, we had the NBA awards. First, we had the most improved player of the year. We have Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikolai Jokic, and Rudy Gobert. What do you guys think about that? I'm gonna have to go with Giannis, like straight up. I think he's just a beast, man. That team overall, just the Bucks, they always been like a, a top tier team. Honestly, I never I always wondered why they never got to to a level where they can win a ring, but you know, that's beyond me. But I don't really have a lot of information on that team. Can you enlighten me a little bit on that? Of course I can. You know, uh, Giannis um pretty much is the anchor for that franchise now and given that he has support now, that franchise is probably gonna be one of the bigger franchises in the next two to three years. And one more question I had for you, Chief. Um, yeah, but out of all of them, the name that sticks out to you is uh, Giannis, correct? Correct, no doubt. Because, you know, we all know that he's a beast. He's like one of the next ones up. You know what I'm saying? But also, okay, your turn, Rich. What you think about this? When I, what I think about Giannis, when I look at his highlights, because I, mean, I don't watch his games, but when I look at his highlights, I have, like, very, very good, great hope for the future of the NBA. So you're saying for most improved player, you would choose Giannis Antetokounmpo? Of course. Now, no, all day. The next category, we have six men of the year. Andre Ugudala, Eric Gordon, and Lou Williams. What do you think about this? Fuck them niggas. Hey, man, I want James Johnson, man. Fuck that. He the sixth man of the year. Fuck you if you think different. Miami Heat, 305. Fuck y'all niggas. So what you think, man? Who you think of? Who got that spot? Oh man, woo, that's a tough one. But um, I'm definitely gonna go if I go if I wanna go by progress. Andre Ugadala. Mm, he trash. But go. Who next? I'm gonna have to go with uh, Eric Gordon. Honestly, what you gonna buy Eric shot. Gordon, dog? That jump shot, man. That's yeah, all clean. I need to it's know, clean. man. It's if you got a clean jump shot, if you can put the ball in the basket, it's the name of the fucking game, man. <laughs> Let's get it, baby. <laughs> Respect. Respect. What you think, Rich? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Eric. I'm going to go with Eric Gordon also. For most improved player. Yeah. Y'all niggas Heat fans. And y'all yeah. don't think James Johnson don't deserve that crap? James Johnson? No, or Deion Waiters? you feel like you're being a little biased right now? Like, How just... am I being biased? You don't even know his stats. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. He lost 40 pounds, nigga. Stop playing, man. He, he about to get maxed the fuck out no, in his contract right now. I love him too, my nigga. I love him too. Boy. This is the same nigga who said John Wall was whack. I'm done. You said John Wall was whack? 
I just, I just say he was a little overrated. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, that, next. Next. <laughs> next. Well, next up on the NBA Awards, we have the Defensive Player of the Year. We have Draymond Green, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. and Rudy Gobert. Kawhi Rudy- Leonard, man. Let's get it. Straight up. I just had to throw it out there, man, y'all. I had to say, man. It's I'm Kawhi not mad Leonard, at you man. for that. I'm not mad at Kawhi you for that. Off real. I mean, it's a no-brainer, y'all. I'm, I'm just saying. I think I think we all go for. Oh no, I'm going for Kawhi simply because I'm rooting for him, and he's a quiet assassin. You feel me? He don't talk that much. Man, right here, take the mic. He is the lost assassin. He is the best one. Mm. So we all in agreement here. Of course. Okay. Is, oh, okay. My fault. Is it whack or I don't know what the hell I said. Anyway, one of those. Mm. Next up, we have the Rookie of the Year. We have Malcolm Brogdon, Joel Embiid, and Dario Sain. What do you guys think about this? I'm going to have to go with, uh, what was the first one again? Malcolm Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Second one? Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. I was waiting for you to say it. Mm, I just wanted to hear it one more time from you. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with him. He's a, he's a beast, man. Joel. I mean, if you look at his highlights, you'll be like, yeah, he's the one. You know what I'm saying? But he definitely has to play more. Like, uh, when I was speaking to uh, Sensei earlier, you know, we had that conversation where as far as he needs to play more and he, he needs to get more experience because he has a lot of talent, but he needs to just get that experience under his belt. Yeah, he was really effective in those very little games. I'm not sure the count, but he was extremely effective. He made the Philadelphia 76ers into a winning organization. There was nothing close to the draft at one point. They was even competing with the Bucks, the Heat. Uh, the Bulls and all that stuff, man. Not really the Bulls. But anyway, yeah, they was pretty close to the Pistons as well. Very bright future for Philadelphia, man. And I feel like Joel Embiid started that little spark, that whole process, and then starting, and they gave him limited minutes, and then he blew up, he blew up those numbers. He was shooting three-pointers. He could play at center. He could ball handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of a freak of a nature, uh, but he has to find a way to stay healthy because usually big guys like that don't stay healthy like that. You feel me? Yeah. So, um... You know, me personally, <clears throat> on just the tip of you mentioning Joel Embiid, I'm going to just say it's Mac shit. That's it. Mm, Joel it is. What do you think, Rich? Joel. Just looking at his highlights. He's a, he's a beast. Just got to stay healthy. Mac shit or rat shit? Mac shit, man. Okay, good. Man. Straight up. Next up, we have Coach of the Year. All right, Ooh. Peter Houston, you had, we have Mike D'Antoni, San Antonio, Greg Popovich, Will Popovich, Eric Spokstra, Miami Heat. Damn. You already know, I mean, you even got to ask me, dog. Yeah, I got to ask you because your six-man choice was ridiculous. But, yeah, we asking you, who you picking? Spokstra. Yeah, don't try to jump on the pan, though. Listen Jump here. on the fan. Hold listen on, man. Here. Slow listen down, here. man. Listen here. Just because it's heat, you're trying to listen fan here. it down, man. Relax, relax, man. Make it hot. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, man. I'm going to let you brag. Go ahead, go ahead. Miami Heat coach Spolstra. You know what I'm saying? Come in this bitch and got championships. How many rings? I don't even know how much Spolstra got. What, two or three? I know he got a solid two or three. three. Yeah. I don't know, man. Who coached the the team um, for the first one in 06? Wasn't that Pat Riley? I think that was Spolstra. Okay, so you got two. He was Spolstra? In 06? No, man. I'm not. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. All right. Yeah, listen here, man. Point blank period. Coach Bolster. I don't want to hear nothing else. What the fuck y'all niggas got to say? Please tell me what the fuck y'all niggas got to say. All right. So yesterday, me and Rich were talking, right? At first, I actually said Popovich until Rich said something. He said, 
Miami Heat did all this with D League talent. D League talent. If it wasn't for that, I would say San Antonio. But the fact that Eric Sposher molded a team like that, unbelievable. So I gotta give it to him. Ding, 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 ding. What you think, Rich? Man, all day, of course I'm gonna represent for Miami. Eric you did it with your six man though, it's straight though. Spolstra? Yeah. Yeah, all right. We're in agreement then. All right, man. Next one, Max. Next. Last. Oh. You know we there. Oh, yes. Most valuable player. What's Westbrook? James Harden or Kawhi Leonard? Westbrook. Can we, can we say this all simultaneously? One, two, three. Westbrook. Westbrook. Oh, man. I mean, that's obvious, man. Westbrook. Next question. Wonderful vacation. All right. So I was in my vacation in DR, and I heard this song. We was coming from the beach, going back to the penthouse, and they kept playing this song on the radio like five times. So I'm like, damn, man, this was, this, this must be the DR from Flex. But everybody else was in the car. There was only one Dominican with us. And everybody else in the car was like, don't understand what they're saying. But they were like, just nodding their head like, damn, they feeling it. So I'm realizing you don't even gotta know what a song is saying, but you still can feel it. You feel me? And that was that was in December of last year. So, but I was I always thought about that song. I'm like, damn, I wanna know what is the name of that song that I heard in DR. I actually was thinking about it last month. And then boom, out of nowhere, two weeks ago, female on my Snapchat was actually at a concert in Boston and that the artist was actually performing. The artist of that song, he was actually in Boston performing the song. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, yo, that's the song that a nigga heard in the DR. Then I'm watching her snaps. I'm like, okay, his name is Bad Bunny. The song is called No Tayagas. I'm like, damn. Wow, this song actually came back to me. Like, I, I really did not expect to ever hear that song again. So I heard it again, and I'm still listening to it. Don't know what the fuck it's saying. But I know a little bit what they're, you know, somewhat saying. And I'm like, damn. He's telling these bitches, don't play with me. You know you want he this. He said, don't play with me? Yeah. Telling these bitches, you know you want this, man. You know you a thought. So that was like the perfect anthem to the dude who just sued the shit out that girl for a day, right? <laughs> this is like the perfect anthem. <laughs> yeah, he need to play that. Next subject is going to be best pickup lines. Oh. All right, all right. Who want to start this? Who's going to start this one? All right, all right. I'll start it. Everybody, everybody want to be like sacred with their shit. Uh, if you was a basketball, I wouldn't shoot because I always want to miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say something super deep, but that was like perfect, man. That was, that was it. That was perfect. That was it. No, what else? Oh, who else? Who's I'm, I'm, a, I'm a freestyle one off the cuff. All right, no freestyle one. Or, okay, how about? Right, right, right. Let, let, let me, let me. I hope you got pen insurance because I'm gonna fuck that pussy up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm sorry, I'm done. All right, all right. Um, um, here we go. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to look at you because when our eyes meet, you steal my heart. Was that too deep for y'all? God damn! What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that was hella deep, bro. Hella God deep. Damn. I'm just gonna tell the bitch 
No te hagas, mi amor. <laughs> what that mean? What that mean? Don't play. Baby. My love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you, man? Baby, stop playing. Let's get this money. <laughs> oh, I got to have you up for that. Hell yeah. I think that was a bone thug line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, he said, Chief G was like, yo, say yours again, Chief. I like yours. said, sometimes it's hard to look at you because when our eyes meet, you steal my heart. Oh, sh- damn. That nigga quivered his voice too, dog. He was like, you, you gotta know how to say it, man. Oh, you a beast, dog. You know what I'm saying? That shit will work for him too, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. Look at that. You just lay, you know what I'm saying? With the, he had the light brown eyes, like, yo, baby, I hate when I. And he, uh, you can start off starting low like this. When our eyes meet. No, you beast. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. like that nigga from Boys to Men. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you sound like the nigga from... Damn. All right, the next subject. Next subject. Next subject is uh, Lil Durk. Future is the, this era's Tupac. Uh, I disagree nah. highly. Tupac was a revolutionary. Tupac spoke about, spoke against, and spoke about his different causes and things like that. Um, Tupac made deep music. He kind of, you know, what I'm saying he did promote that thug life as well, but he also promoted. The good life as well, you know, saying deep stories and passion or whatnot. Uh, he was an actor, and this was all before the age of twenty-five, right? I was just about yep. to say that. Crazy. He, he did Crazy. all this before twenty-five. I fucks with Future, but he's not Pac. You can't be making songs named Percocets and shit because that's something Pac wouldn't have done. But hell no. I guess. Uh, I guess he's saying his influence is 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 great. I guess that's what he. I guess what, that's what Lil Durk is saying. I don't think he's on that level yet, though. In my opinion, I mean, Little Dirk is cool and all, but I think he can be greater than where he's at right now. Because he makes really good music, but he hasn't made that song that went everywhere yet, in my opinion. You said Little Dirk, right? Little Dirk said that Future was this era's Tupac. Oh, is, is that the comment? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm yeah, misconstrued it. He wasn't saying that he's this era's Tupac. See, because I was saying, hell no, if that was the case. I'm like, this. he still hasn't even, you know. Nigga, I've been cursing right now. <laughs> well, you could curse. No, I don't know. I mean, this nigga's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, first of all, he's crazy for even saying that shit, but Tupac did all this shit by 25, so you can't even... Compare to anyone. At all. Mm-hmm. Tupac so. was more impactful in, in many more people's lives and many more avenues than, than Future was. Not to take anything from Future, but Tupac was just... Up there, he was another echelon. He was on another echelon when it comes to greatness. At the end of the day, we all agree unanimously that it's Mac shit. Anyways, what about you, man? Mac shit. Yeah, everybody agreed already, man. It's a unanimous decision. Unanimous. Unanimous. Anyway, next subject. We're going to talk about the evolution of gaming Ooh. leading up to the Xbox Ooh, Scorpio baby. Project what Scorpio. What is that? What is the Ooh, Xbox Scorpio? The Xbox Scorpio is an, well, you can say it's a mid-cycle upgrade, but you'll look at it as a new console, most definitely. What do you guys think about this so far? I'm going to enlighten you on some details, and I'm going to let you guys respond to me about this. All right. Yeah, let's see your old specs, though, man, because, I mean, I see some images, and I was like, damn. Number right. one, I don't know shit about it. So please explain this to me, man, because I definitely don't know. All right, Project Scorpio was announced in E3 2016 last year. So it's, we, we've been in development. Well, the public has known about this for a whole full year. Right. It's supposed to be the world's most powerful console. 
it has six teraflops of graphical processing power. Damn. True 4K gaming Damn. and compatibility with Xbox One. Games. Please hold on, hold on. Before you start, continue. Six what teraflops? I never heard of that. What is that? Teraflops. teraflops. I have no idea, but it sounds powerful <laughs> as hell. And let me just read off what else comes with this. With six teraflops, 326 gigabytes of memory bandwidth, and advanced custom silicone, the Scorpio engine is the most powerful console gaming process ever created. It has a vapor chamber, a centrifugal fan, a Hovis. It, 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 it performs off the Hovis method. That basically... <laughs> you, you completely plagiarized the fuck out of that. Shit. No, no, no. I'm saying it in my own. I'm saying it in my own words. You're saying it in your own words? Yeah. Oh my bad. Continue. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> it has 2.3 gigahertz custom CPU, one terabyte hard drive, 12 gigabyte GDDR5 memory. And think about the evolution of gaming, mm-hmm. where we came from. Right. From the NES to the Sega Genesis, 16-bit area. Way back. All the way up now to where we're doing, we're about to do 4K gaming to where we're going to probably see specs of dirt. Specs of dirt. AKA bitch, upgrade your TV. Upgrade your TV set to a 4K HDR set. Seems like every time a new system come out, it makes you feel like your TV ain't shit. Yes, and those TVs are getting definitely cheaper by the day. So, you know, a 4K UHD TV, HDR is not as much as you think it is. It ain't shit. Nothing. So with that being said, what do you guys think about the evolution of gaming? Evolution of gaming is beautiful to me because first of all, I'm a 90s baby. So I was here to see all these different systems come out from the Sega Genesis to the Nintendo 64 to the Dreamcast to the PlayStation, etc. Now we're at a Mm. point where, like you said, we can see the specks of dirt, the blades of grass, you know, the dew on the grass. You know, it's it's crazy to me and I, I just love it. But I was talking to Rich though. It's just that certain feeling when you get when you play an older game, and it gives you kind of a throwback. Like, uh, what game were you playing that you were talking about? I was playing Streets of Rage, and I like all this new shit and all the graphics and the 4K and shit. My nigga, this shit's looking too real. Like to the point you probably think you're in the game. Like the shit's looking too real for me. You are. And at a point, like I, I fuck with it, but I, I do miss the simple shit. Like Street of Raids, Mario, that simple shit that gets straight to the point. I love that shit. Let me tell you how far we upgrade. Rich, have a Sega Genesis in your fucking crib and say that's the only system you got. You get ranked on. <laughs> if you can get over that rank, you're a bigger person. I swear to God. But anyways, back to what the hell I was going to say. Anyways, uh, the gaming evolution, of course, increased. You feel me? But I'm a real nigga and I'm going to talk about real nigga shit. And Real uh, nigga that, shit. that fucking 2K, 2K. <laughs> that shit be getting worse every year, but them graphics get better though. I ain't gonna lie to you, them graphics gonna get better. And then I ain't gonna lie, 2K18. What I'm kind of expecting 2K18 to be fire as hell. I mean, what you think, man? Chief, I mean, I'm sorry, it just got off subject, but yeah. I, I mean, I know that shit's gonna be fire though. They don't have to do much. <laughs> the, the gameplay is already great. They just gotta improve improve the gla- uh, the graphics and then just maybe add more features to make the game a little bit more versatile and more fun. And you're good Nigga if you want that pressure You got a winning formula already. Nigga you if you want that My park pressure Please holla at me I'm Zensei Folk Yeah motherfucker But anyway my bad But the gaming evolution Is uh, unbelievable All I play is 2k And um, as long as my fadeaway Always green And I think my shot is so clean they ain't nothing gonna stop me In my dreams You feel me 
That was deep, man. I fucked with that. I fucked with that. I fucked with that. So I'm gonna pick this next subject though. See what we get. Hoo-hoo, I love this one. I got what makes a legendary producer. So Rich, how you feel about that? In your opinion, like what do you think makes a legendary producer? Is it their sound? Is it the way they are outside of producing or is it more on a, a personal level? Like when you hear that certain sound, do you know it's that person? Yeah. I, I feel like if you, you already know who's when uh if it's a Swiss Beats beat by hearing it, I feel like you already know a Dr. Dre beat when you as soon as you hear it. So those producers created a sound to the point where you know that's their beat. Yeah, though that makes sense. But in your opinion, who you think is the best producer of all time? I think I had to give the Dre man. Swiss is is the head to head, but Dre. Well, yeah, what are, what do you think, uh, Sensei? What do you think makes a uh, legendary producer? Man, listen here. Point blank, period. There's many legendary producers, as you know, underground. R.I.P. J. Dilla. R.I.P. You feel me? Because he touched my soul. You feel me? And not all producers is meant to touch my soul, but he touched my soul. So I put him up there, some of the greatest producers. Yes, you have the Swiss Beats. Yes, you have the Dr. Dre's. Uh, yes, you have the Timberlands. Yes, you have the Just Blazes. You feel me? You have those type of dudes. But remember, the, what, what is it? Uh, Thing and Dre, Miami. Cool and Dre. Cool and Dre. I, I respect them because the music they made, I was listening to while I was in Miami. So they might mean more to me. Uh I'm not sure DJ Sam Sneak makes the beats, does he? Or he just produces or what he do? Honestly, I'm not sure. I think they all kind of just work together. But DJ Chipman, DJ Chipman point blank, uh, he's somewhat of a producer. He's not really, I guess, more than a, more DJ than a producer. There's a, there's a lot of local people that I feel that deserve credit. And uh, what makes a legendary DJ is what the, how that DJ influenced you in particular. Because you might not agree to everybody, you feel me? Because some people feel that uh soldier boy is legendary in his own manner and that's respectably you can actually say that well yeah he is i mean he that lane that he was in he was the top dog and yeah. what about lil b little b as well and little, saying, and that's little, little, little b's got, beats he's he's cold beats. as well he has cold ass clams beats. casino cold ass beats cold ass beats you feel me and these are all legendary to me so personally that's how it is uh what you think samurai definitely their signature sound you know, most most producers that I know, right? If they follow, they get an artist. You know what I'm saying? They establish that one connection. It may be just that one artist they build off of. You know, they they have that connection, and they can bounce ideas. And before you know it, you have a new sound. That that producer has his own sound. It's booming, and voila, you have magic. You have a legendary producer before you know it. Is producers legendary contingent upon the artist? I think it's the other way around. I think it's both ways. Yeah, it's both ways. It, it, it goes both ways as well. No, it just goes both ways. That's it. Because I think they both have uh, two halves of the same vision. Unless you're like a battle rapper. True. That is true. Okay, next subject, Rich. Rich, what you got? What's the next yeah. subject? What's the next subject? Monique thoughts. Monique comments, man. I mean... <laughs> My fault, Moni comments, man. You know I'm. Yeah, man. Moni comments. Uh, she was on stage. She had a lot to say about Lee Daniels. I mean, me. I think she's well spoken, man. She was in the Breakfast Club. I actually like how she communicate to people. Um, communicate with people as well. But uh, very knowledgeable. This is not somebody you should take lightly. Like 
uh this some this something might be something that's happening in the industry that we don't know anything about because we're just living our everyday lives and being blackballed etc etc um to even touch on that point even further uh you don't want to wait until you get a buyer pick and then later on you find out that they get tried just like tlc just like uh what's the other group new edition just like you know all these people that always getting tried repeatedly 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 because this this was the game back in the day it was about you getting your money so uh monique talking about being blackballed i'm saying that's affecting her income and don't take her lightly because she's an intelligent person period you feel me her and her husband seem to be somewhat woke and i don't know uh, how i feel about this uh, i would like to fur further I, I wish information like this can go out so people who's trying to be in this industry would have a head start and know you feel me to yeah. what to expect exactly so in some manners i i, re I respect it uh, I don't know her personally. I can't see how she's disrespectful. She seemed to be real professional to me. Every movie that she's in, she's always well-spoken in almost all the interviews. I don't know what's, uh, what frustrations might be happening for her to like go on stage and express that. But, you know, I wish the best for her. But I think certain things like this, she shouldn't keep quiet about because people usually keep it quiet. And this would you get lawsuits later on for, for rape and shit. You feel me? Just like everybody going through that stuff. If you hold that shit in for too long and stuff like that and you keep getting abused don't wait period so exactly i'm with it i'm with it so what's your thoughts i mean from what i know about monique she's always been uh, a stand-up person as far exactly. as for, yeah that's, that's very true so you know i she's very credible when she says something I, i'm going to actually listen to it you know and it, and it's up to me to take it for what it is and i actually you know what i'm saying i i, I believe it might be something there that she's speaking on i, I don't know what it is but you know that's something that we all might need to listen to. But she's been getting blackballed for a while, right? Like, this has been a rumor, a quote-unquote rumor that's been going on for a while that she's been getting blackballed and she hasn't been given the, the same opportunities as other black uh, female actors or act an actor, period. Uh, well, her her case is that she won an award and usually actors who win awards like that actually get a spike in income and she isn't. Uh, she keeps getting turned down for roles and... It seems to be a conflict with Lee Daniels. I'm not sure if it's him directly or he's the one that told her that she's blackballed. You never know. He might have just played the friend, but also he has a high position to put her places as well. Because originally in Empire, she was supposed to be Cookie. Oh. You feel me? So certain things like, uh, I'm not sure about the details. I think certain arguments or certain confrontations happened between the two that it made it awkward or something around those well, lines. And that she feels like that's the reason why she's blackballed. Yeah, Monique is a very outspoken person, so I'm sure she probably said something that made him feel a certain way and then that's how he handled the situation okay i'm gonna touch on this briefly we talked a lot about sports but the nba draft and the free agency what do you hope what are you hopeful for what are some good circumstances um things like that i don't know man i was hoping that paul george goes to the philadelphia 76ers i think it might be actually a good look for him you know um uh maybe during the off season we'll see what the what the draft people are talking about especially with the lakers in boston you know, given that Boston is pretty much going through it right now, they they might actually need that that boost of energy wherever it may come from. It might come from that draft pick. I don't know. They might trade it. We don't, we don't know. But right now, I'm I'm really hoping that Paul George considers the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't even know about that trade prior to this. It's not a trade. It's just I a mean, speculation. Uh, speculation. Yeah, yeah. Let me say it that way. I didn't know about the speculation prior to this. So just having him go to that team, I think, would 
kind of shake the foundation of basketball a little bit. And I'm hoping that's what happens. Uh, not as far as him going to that team exactly, but as far as a certain trade happening that's going to change basketball a little bit more. Because right now I feel like it's kind of, I'm not, not boring, but it's not as exciting as it, it should be right now, in my opinion. How do you feel, Rich? Yeah, exactly. It's definitely not as exciting as it used to be. I mean, like, I've, I've, I already knew who was going to be in the finals from the beginning of the season. That's everybody. You're not special, nigga. What the hell that mean? This is The question was the NBA draft. Oh. <laughs> NBA draft and free agency. And you're talking about, oh, yeah, I know who's going to be in the finals. Nigga, I'm high. I'm high. Draft, when it comes to the draft, Boston definitely needs to keep their draft. Looking at the finals, I mean, looking at the playoffs, they definitely need to keep their draft. Because I honestly, there's nobody else on that team. Nah, there's people on that team, man. They got role players. They ain't got no stars. Isaiah Thomas is a star. Uh, Al Hartford is a star. Superstars, then. Superstar? Superstars, like uh, Paul George, Jimmy. That doesn't come Paul. along, man. That's West, and, that's West Coast. You feel me? Usually every team got one superstar Kind of okay, but that that one superstar, this ain't two thousand. So you think the draft might give him that with the first pick with Markel Fultz possibly? Yeah, because looking at the playoffs, them niggas definitely need help. Yeah, they do need help. I ain't gonna lie to you. They need something defensive. I think they need somebody like a Jimmy Butler or something to help contain LeBron. I think that will help, but that won't be everything that they need. How you feel if he if they holler at uh, Carmelo Anthony, the Boston Celtics? On paper, I'm going to say this. On paper, it would be a good fit. But I am a Carmelo fan. I'm going to say this. The ball cannot be held in Boston. Why do you say that? Because Carmelo has a tendency to hold the ball when we know that he's a pure scorer. We know that he's a deadly. He's he's deadly anywhere on the court. But sometimes he doesn't have to work that hard when he can just dish that ball and have the ball moving. Because the the game is going to open up for him Regardless If he can get his teammates to go That's a better way for him That'll create more opportunities for yeah. him He'll be able to shoot the ball exactly. more Exactly And, and it gets his basket. teammate involved And it creates a positive nature And everybody feeds off of it but, I, Yeah I think that'll definitely be a good look for him But you think he's actually going to leave New York Because he's been faithful for a while Oh uh, I believe he's the hell out of New York I just don't know where he's landing so you think he's fed up and he's just trying to leave that team at this point? Why not, man? Why why not? Go to go somewhere where you can, you can contend, possibly get a ring. If you get a ring, you already solidified your legacy, bro. Because all the stuff you've already done in, in his career, he just needs one ring. That is true, man. There'll be a lot of great players out there that don't be getting that ring. Yeah, man. But as far as <laughs> NBA draft predictions, everything, as you know, the Miami Heat has the number 14th draft pick. And um, hopefully they do get a star power forward because that's what I'm looking forward to. I feel that's what we're weak at. We re-signed James Johnson and Deion Waiters and then possibly try to find a superstar somewhere along the line or somebody who can make a difference like that or a franchise player. Or if Wade come back, that's also a possibility. Don't forget. Uh, Yeah, so that's pretty much how we wrap those up. What's the next subject, Samurai? Okay, this is the surprise subject. This subject is eSports. $600,000 $600,000 up for grabs in Injustice 2 just released last week. Can you repeat that number again, please? 600000 off rip. So, one second. For every 
mother or teacher out there that said, you can't get no money playing video games. They You need lies. to highlight that comment and send them that picture. You feel me? Yes. Please? But yes, continue, please, please. All right, so basically... They're launching an Injustice 2 Championship Series. It's sponsored by Warner Brothers and NetherRealm Studios. NetherRealm Studios is, of course, the development team that actually made the game. In, con- in, con- in conjunction with the ESL and Gameta Esports, you know, they're going to be providing $600,000 for tournaments. Um, it's going to take place essentially all over North America mm-hmm. and in Los Angeles. Right. Um. And this seems to be only one of the very first tournaments that, with this big money. So that's something. So obviously there, there's going to be more tournaments because they're already dedicating such a large sum of money towards this one. You know, Most this definitely. is the very first one. And and it's already that much money. Most definitely. That's, that's freaking insane, man. For a fighting game, that is pretty much unheard of because not even like Street Fighter, Alvrip had a, a pot that big. Yeah, and that kind of segues off what we talked about earlier as far as the evolution of video games, where back then we probably would have never imagined that we would be, you know, fighting for such a, a large sum amount of money. Yeah. But let's see what this next topic is, though. Ooh, I got a good one. Why do people rush to get married? And what are the stereotypes of marriage? Damn, this how, shit took a minute you, to get here. That's That question took a minute. How you feel about that, Rich? I know you got a strong opinion about this. So, you know, give us our, give us your two cents about that. My opinion, but I feel like that's good and bad about marriage. You feel me? The good is about it. You ain't always got to be by yourself. The bad is, like, damn, that's the only person you're going to be sleeping with for the rest of your life. So, if you're okay with that, you should get married. Well, my personal view about it. Uh, what was the questions again? If you could repeat it. Uh, the question is, uh, why do people rush to get married, and what are the stereotypes of marriage? I mean, some people rush to get married just simply for passion. Uh, that's the only thing that's going to cause you to do some shit like that. You feel me? So, I mean, for me personally, I think it's passion. That's why people get married quick. There's some success stories. There's some horrific stories, even more. Um, but yeah, uh, and then the stereotype about marriage. What are you talking about? That people are gonna be together forever? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I think that shit's changing now because people Definitely. having threesomes and shit, and they enjoy it. They sometimes like watching their wives or their husbands having sex with other people. So freaky crazy shit. Yeah, freaky crazy shit. But freaky it's how you live it, man. You know, if your girl is into that and you want multiple women and things like that, that's 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 the lifestyle you can live with. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Some people are just like that. Some people are too busy to have kids and they want to just do fun things until they die. I can't knock them on that as well. So, how you feel about that though, Samurai? I feel like rushing into marriage. You know, I just think people just. I think love will, as at first sight, I think is is like deadly. That deadly first sight, they're like, yo, okay, we're gonna get married. No, why rush? You get blinded, right? Yeah. Why rush? Why rush? That's true. Some people do it for a show. But at the same time, I got to play devil's advocate. I can like, I can kind of see why people can do it. They, they'll be like, okay, I want, I want to settle down for this person. They know they want to settle down for the purpose. But the only thing, the stereotype of that is, okay, you get married early, you divorce early. That's if you divorce, man. Damn, y'all some downers. But What's the next subject, man? What's the next subject? Next subject is. It's all Richard's fault. Anyway, um. Next subject is the LeVar Ball situation. Whoop. 
I I just want to comment on everything. Watch out, bro. Pick that up. My fault. Um, the only thing I want to comment about this is because Charlemagne said everything I wanted to say. So if you haven't heard heard the um the Charlemagne donkey of the day, I think it's something Wetlock. I forgot his name. Wetlock or some shit like that. He always um he's a sports reporter. He works. I think I'm not sure if it's ESPN or Fox Sports. Maybe Fox Sports. I'm not sure where he works at, but he usually talks on the herd with Colin. And they had this situation with LeVar Ball and the lady of that show as well, which I don't remember her name. And she tried to play the victim when she attacked them even prior to that. So him respectively declining her questions because he's like, he feel like she was hating on him. And Charlemagne touched on it because the other dude, that dude Whitlock, he just went complete coon mode, man. Uh, that shit was crazy. He completely backtracking like, yes, man, he tried to attack him. But Charlemagne kind of threw back at him whatever he said that was a threat he directly did the same exact thing to Charlemagne himself it was a big contradiction and then Charlemagne threw it right back in his face but please I'm not gonna touch too much on it but please listen to what Charlemagne gave something wetlock the donkey of the day I forgot his name I completely forgot it but something wetlock hit the donkey of the day that's like ether that was like ether the radio station if it was the 90s that shit would be replayed that shit was savage can you confirm my friend Completely savage. But yeah, man. I'm glad he stood up and gave him the donkey of the day. Gave him the business, man. Sometimes I'm I'm definitely on uh Charlemagne's side. Well, that was a delightful, very informative podcast today. Um I just want to first and foremost thank all my guests. Uh may you please shot your 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 your, your handles and everything out. You can start with you, Samurai. Yeah, you can follow me at Samurai, S-A-M-U-R-E-I, Sensei, at, well, that's IG. Follow me on IG at Samurai Sensei. Alright, man, you can follow me on Richie P. Cat. My fault, my fault, I gotta do that shit over. Richie. Alright man Follow me on Instagram RichPCat305 And also man Check out my YouTube RichVisitTV1 Where I'm actually doing reaction videos And if you told me in 2007 That in 2017 Niggas will watch videos of Niggas listening to songs I would've thought you crazy But niggas is watching videos of reaction So come out and check out my shit all right, thank you very much, Rich. This your boy Zen underscore folk. You can also follow me at hip underscore Zen. You know, please watch out for the links because we're gonna send it out to you, Chief. May you guys say, may you say some more, Chief. I'm oh back. yes. Well, for, first things first, I want to say thank you to our very very special guests for coming out and blessing us with their presence. Fireworks and shit. Also, uh, y'all can follow me on Facebook under John Hip Ramble. You can also follow me on Instagram under. Chief 305.